0: Um... Hi. So... I... am going to... This is literally... I guess you could say it's part two, but it's like its own separate episode. I'm going to be talking about 787 Coffee today. Um, why? Because I used to work there, and... It is the... Like Would not recommend Biggest cunts work there Like these bitches are Uh uh-uh. uh These bitches are all friends With each other And just Just They, they just don't want to work They want to make money And not have to work And they're just friends with each other So they're not going to fire each other and yeah They've all known each other for so long because this is, like, a company that's just recently starting to, like, grow, grow. So, yeah, I worked there from February to, like, did I work there? No, it was before my birthday that I got fired i worked there for like Two fucking months Uh uh-uh, uh My new schedule is ready What the fuck does that mean? Okay I mean, it's the same schedule. Girl, why they got to scare me like that? Anyway. I swear I worked there longer, though. No. It was, like, January to March. I worked there for a while. It felt like the longest time in my life. Okay. So. I had just finished doing all the film stuff and I used that to get on my lease. I moved into this apartment in like October and I was sick the month of December. That just makes me like triggered thinking about medical debt. Yeah, so I was sick the month of December. Um, by the way, speaking of that, I never found out what it was. Like, the ER told me it was monkeypox and, like, convinced me that it was monkeypox and, like, quarantined me. And everyone in—when I tell you everyone in the hospital was staring at me because everyone in the ER told everyone that I had fucking monkeypox— I should, like, sue them for that because I was so uncomfortable. They wouldn't let me leave. I was having a panic attack in the fucking ER. They wouldn't give me anything. But they didn't tell me that until I spent the entire day there because I didn't have a fever. So I don't understand why they wouldn't let me leave. They were like, so we don't know if we're going to discharge you or if we're going to keep you here overnight. And I was like, who... Like why do you get to make that decision I was like I'm going home They gave me one fucking cheese sandwich And my medical bill was Three thousand something dollars Whatever Anyway So I was sick that month And I couldn't work Then I went to this shady ass doctor up in in the upper west side. I went girl did nothing, literally Googled shit in front of me on the phone. I was so irritated. But I just wanted to, like, make sure that I wasn't contagious. Homegirl did not help me at all. She was like, I feel like it's chicken pox tested it and she was like yeah I mean we can't tell but it's probably and I'm like so it's not chickenpox I probably had like a plague or something you and I never found out what sparked it everyone I slept with was fine but anyway So I didn't work, I had enough money saved up because O Horizon took like months to pay me. So, and they, well, I already told you that they gave me an extra paycheck. So I like had money saved up and I didn't work and I paid my rent and I was just depressed, Joe. I was literally depressed. I just laid around all the time Went to like coffee shops, tried to like reignite. Well, I started the podcast, but I tried to like reignite like my fire and my passions and started sewing. Me saying like I just did nothing all the time. Like, girl, no, I built myself back up from the ground. I started. I started in this apartment with a fucking air mattress. I slept on the floor, and then I had an air mattress that Angie let me use. Then I bought a mattress, and then I was sleeping on the floor, and then there was mold on my mattress. So then I bought a bed frame, and then my clothing racks all broke. So then I had to buy a big, like, clothing system rack. And then I got a yoga mat, and then I got a sewing machine. And a TV. And we just started from nothing. Then I wallpapered the bathroom, and then I found art for the bathroom, and then I bought a rug for the kitchen, and then I found an island in the trash for the kitchen. And then I found a bench and two benches for the kitchen booth. And then I bought pillows and then I bought plants and then I decorated. So yeah, no, I didn't do nothing. I take that back. And I started the fucking podcast and I always did a bunch of photo shoots. Yeah, so I ate that up. It's the capitalism grind that these companies have taught me that I'm not worth enough. I have to bust my ass all the time to make little worth of something. But... You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm doing so much for, like, so little, it seems... But I have to do all this work. Um, yeah. But anyway, then I was saying I got sick. And then I got better. And I was depressed. Because I had to find a job. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, what... Like, I have to do this the rest of my life. Like, I have to know what I love. Bro, that's so rude. The alarm clock just stopped the recording. Anyway. Yeah. So, I just, like, was overwhelmed and panicked. And I was thinking about a lot. And my phone bills were coming through. And money was tight. But... I did have that um, fund that I did on GoFundMe that really helps me out, so. Thank y'all for that, sorry. I thought I heard like an alarm. Hearing alarms like scare the fuck out of me. Um, Come on, psychosis. But anyway, so that happened. And and I was fucking on Indeed and just, like, looking where to work. And I was like, I don't want to work at a retail store because you make no money. But I don't want to work at a restaurant because I don't want to wear a dress code. Maybe I could do, like, an internship or something fun or, like, an office job. And I was like, no, honestly, that makes me want to kill myself. No one was responding to my resumes I was sending people my outdated resume the whole time, so I jazzed up my resume. And I included a lot of fucking shit on there. And then I stumbled upon, I was like, I should be a barista. I've never done it, but like the idea of being a barista seems so nice. So I found this coffee company called 787. They were hiring on culinary agents and I had applied. I didn't know what else to do. Um, I hadn't had a job interview. I was walking around in places. It is so unmotivating and literally the worst feeling when you walk around looking for a job and no one wants to give you a job. I was so defeated and was hopeless. I just, it really just sucked. And it just seems like you're begging for pennies when you're just asking for minimum wage jobs. And I would always go in a place and I would feel obligated to like buy something just to ask if they were hiring. So I was spending the rest of my money trying to find a job. And then Yeah. So I had an this was the time when I got diagnosed for genital herpes and gonorrhea. The clap. So I had my job interview. I felt so, it was, I forgot what day it was, but I went to the job interview the morning after. And like I started feeling sick and then I woke up that morning and I felt so sick. And I went to this job interview. Like I thought I was gonna like die. And the job interview was at a location in Was by Tompkins Square Park It was the location that I visited When I first moved to the city And I sat down And I interview With this woman Named Mimi Who wore those ugly Like big hats And I was like Girl so we sat down Had the job interview she had just interviewed someone and she was like we'll come get you I was fucking early I was like 10 minutes early Homegirl took like 20 extra minutes To finish up this thing So when wouldn't even I like struggled to get there on time So anyway I'm sitting outside like trying not to throw the fuck up I look disgusting Like I look like I didn't sleep or anything I have this cutesy outfit And they wrap up the interview. I go in there. I have an, like, we do the interview. It's all right. I feel, like, fine about it after. And then she's like, we want to, like, give you this presentation. And, like, what the fuck is it called when, like, you get started with a company, like brought into a company, it's like the first day of it. I don't fucking know. What is it called? Bro, give me a second. Bro, I don't know what the fuck it's called, but like when you get, it's probably going to come back to me towards the end of this episode and whatever. Anyway, so we get there. It's this office that's like by Times Square. Um, no, just kidding. It's on like 34th street. I was struggling to get there. It was this ratchet ass building. Um, I get in the elevator with this woman. Mm-hmm. She's a model And we go upstairs And there's like five people there And there's two models Everyone's sitting down I... the After my interview I did go to Backtrack I did go to the ER And found out that I had j- <laughs> A rare case of HSV-1 Mouth herpes on my ass So obviously I... Someone had to give it to me I didn't have it Because why the fuck (laughs) Girl, I don't have mouth herpes So I couldn't have given it to my fucking self And someone's spit had to have gone in my ass For me to have gotten it I cried that day I went, I picked up my medication And I fucking cried And my gonorrhea made me want to die so, and I was, like, pussing. My booty hole... <laughs> oh, my God. My booty hole, like, was pussing. Anyway. So, we get there. And... Anyway, wait. Give me a second. When I was at this doctor's appointment, like, homegirl was like, I need to see your asshole. And I was like, I haven't shaved in like four days because it hurts so bad. So she fucking like literally and I was like, girl, like I feel like I'm gonna like shit if you like touch my booty. Like Homegirl like opened my booty hole up with like her fingers, I remember. And I was like, this is feels so wrong. It was a woman. I was, like, crying. I was like, do you have to look at my booty hole? Like, please. Like, I didn't shave, girl. And I have this ugly ass tramp stamp. Like, please, girl. Like, don't do this to me. And then she was like, great. I'm so glad I looked at your booty hole because you have HSV-1. And I was like, fuck my life. Cried. Everyone in the ER definitely knew. And yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. So, we're all sitting around. Um, Mimi's like, does anybody want coffee? My like, girl... No. I wasn't drinking coffee because of my anxiety at the time. So, I was like, girl, no. But everyone else was like, sure. I just wanted water. And we sat down. So, I, like, introduced myself to everyone. There were some weirdos. Um... Then we got into their like conference room and we sat there for so goddamn long, bro. They showed us the corniest fucking videos. They educated us on where the beans came from. Mind you, we weren't getting paid. I didn't remember shit that they taught us. All that I remembered was that the beans were from Puerto Rico and they had a farm there. And I was like, girl, okay. Um, And they made a sign like this contract, which two of the people walked out because of it. But it was literally basically being like, we were free marketing. Like they could take photos of us for whatever, whenever. And I was like, girl, this is so creepy. But like, okay. And I feel like. I don't know. The fact that they just had to point that out, that contract. Maybe other places, like, make you sign contracts like that. But, like, that shit was creepy. Um, Because... I'll get into this, but it was so goddamn annoying working for them. I... Remember, so this, I was, like, dying. Like, I kept asking, like, if I could have more water. And, like, I don't, like, I was sick. I was ill. Like, they, they did not understand what I was going through to get this shitty fucking job. So then, the meeting wrapped, whatever. I had to use the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. Literally blew up the bathroom. And then I was like, bye, guys. Thank you. They were like, have a nice one. Bye. And I was like, girl. Went downstairs. Because I had fucking coffee training. Unpaid for. One day of coffee training. Being a new barista. Literally the next day. So I was like, F my leg. Because I need money that bad. So I fucking... Woke up at, like, 4 in the morning to go to this coffee training. Took the G to the fucking J. Because the L was not running. And it's not a transfer, the G to the J. So I got out of the G station. Walked to the J. Got up on the J. Took the J to Delancey. Fucking walked from Delancey to literally... Tompkins Square Park And got to this coffee training It was in this Ratchet ass building That they called The Lab And Got there early Other Like the other people showed up fucking late And I was like damn uh, I was really stressing This company does not gaff. So I was excited I'll tell you that day I was excited I always overdressed though I was so fuck. It was cold out But then when I got in there I was like dying of heat And the bathroom was this Small ass like closet Like a toilet and just a sink So tiny Door was literally cardboard I blew the bathroom up Everyone could hear me I was not I was Girl I was sick I was diagnosed With something disgusting And yeah They taught us how to do Espresso Espresso Not me saying Yo because I The entire time working there Would say Espresso Not espresso 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 so, and I still say it to this day, and I need to fucking fix it. Anyway, I don't know why. Yo, because I was, I've been bringing this up, this story so much. I was bullied in high school. I was severely bullied. I never read out loud in class. I never did presentations. Like, I would take the L and get take the zero out of whatever. Which was another reason why my grades were average. I don't think anyone, my parents always shit on me being like, your grades aren't good enough. But, like, girl, I did my best. I don't care. These bitches would be like, you're so gay, fag, whenever I, like, fucking would read out loud. Why do you sound like a girl? Like, read normal. All this shit. So I fucking struggled to pronounce words, and I still do today. And I never learned how to pronounce things correctly. Because yesterday at my job, I was reading, like, wines and alcohols and whatever. Strangest names for that shit. Like, the fact that you could have literally, like... Latino, like, names for tequilas and stuff. And then fucking French names for wines and then... Like, it's... And then Russian names for, like, vodkas and whatever the fuck. Like, girl, that shit can we whatever so anyway we learned how to do pour overs we learned their all their the menu we learned the entire menu all the recipes things that they were trying like she was it was mimi again and she was fucking teaching us her baristaing skills mind you she was not even that good of a fucking barista But she wanted to be like, yeah, I miss my days of being a barista. Now they just keep me in here. Like, girl, you ain't a good barista. Like, you ain't a good barista. And it was like a full day of work, girl. Like, I swear we worked from, like, 6 to, like, Like four or something crazy Um And yeah The girls that were also training with me Were fucking weirdos as well Like you know when someone's weird But like they don't admit it and they won't embrace it Like that's the kind of weirdos I'm talking about Like self-awareness is key And yeah, I got a good hot pocket that day. Um, Everything was... A lot of shit was, like, broken in the lab as well. I feel like a lot of their equipment was always fucking breaking. And yeah. So. Yeah. That day went alright. I was actually doing the best out of everyone there, I swear. I feel like baristaing was so overwhelming to me, the idea of it, and then when I actually like got there and started doing it, like I just needed to practice. And now that's like burned in my brain. Like me being like, I need to fix my brain and like do things right (laughs) and learn things. And then they're just being barista information in my head. Like, girl, be fucking for real. Like, you may not know how to speak correct English, but, like, you know how to be a barista. Like, you may not know... How to navigate... What the fuck was I gonna like compare there? I don't know. I was gonna say like navigate an airport or something, but I know how to be your barista, but I do know how to navigate an airport. I know like I'm not saying that's random, but like I just know random shit most of the time. Anyway. Yeah. So the day concluded, and she was like We'll send you, you're gonna work at this location and to be there this day. And I was like, okay, girl, I'm like I'll be there. And I left and I went to go see Kendra at her job and I had a glass of wine. Girl, I got fucked up cause I hadn't eaten all day. But anyway, we tasted everything at the coffee shop and I was so anxious. Like caffeine made me die at the time. But I I have a love hate relationship with caffeine. Like caffeine makes me feel like I'm on meth. And I start derealizing <laughs> and I start freaking out and I start having like heart palpitations. Pulpita- pulpitations, palpitations. Palpitations. Or whatever the fuck it's called. And yeah. But we love her. She's so good, like a dirty chai, iced dirty chai with oat milk or almond milk. So goddamn good. Oh my God, speaking of that, last night I swear I had a dream about my mother making fun of me for drinking oat milk. Like girl, why do we drink out of a cow's penis? That's fucking weird. I got in a fight with people in my dream last night about milk consumption. Whatever Fearless folklore. Um, literally every time I say, um, and take a hit of a blunt or so. Then after that, I started my first day I was there hella early I was there like 20 minutes early By, I was trying to be there like 10 minutes early But then sometimes the trains come fast And then blah blah blah, whatever So I was sitting out there It was dark Still I was exhausted But I needed the money I was wearing a cutesy outfit And I met my My first manager at the time Carlos Carlos was kind of weird. Carlos was so nice, though. Carlos was from, like, the military, and I swear to God, Carlos was gay. He was just weird. And would sometimes say, like, weird things. But anyway, it was so nice. I never had a problem with him. He never, like, made me feel like I needed to... do. God damn! That just made me, like, appreciate the green leaves outside my window. I just turned outside my window, and I was like, I forgot how green it is in this corner room. But... Yeah, so, Carlos was a little off and would talk about, like, his girlfriend and whatnot. Which I feel like, as a manager, like, you shouldn't do that. Like, I had just started and, like, Homeboy was telling me all this shit. Like, why don't, like, I don't know. Weird. But he was a good manager because he didn't pressure me to be, like, you're not doing enough, like, do this, but was, like, actually, like, teaching me how to be a good barista and to, like, take things slow and not be too hard on myself and whatnot. And it was great. I was enjoying my time with Carlos. Um, Like, they just threw me into the wolves, like, the first day, though. Like, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. And yeah So that happened Learned very quickly How to make coffees Steaming milk was always the biggest Challenge for me bro Everyone was teaching me like Different ways To steam the milk Which was the thing The fucked up thing about this company is When they do training yo they fucking Suck They all try and just micromanage you. And, like, teach you different things. But, like, girl... Be fucking for real. You ain't teaching the right shit. And one day of training is crazy. Because, basically, I worked by myself. My second shift there. Because I worked a shift with the manager... And it was, like, a cute coffee shop. There was mugs hanging up from the ceiling, hanging down from the ceiling. But I fucking can't stand, like, the yellow and white. Like, the neonish yellow and white color. Like, that shit's ugly. In 7... 787 seven was the area code for Puerto Rico. So, I mean... That's kind of corny as well, too. Like, girl, be for real. And their cups were yellow. It was not. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I would also have to cook empanadas. Frozen. Girl, do not get the empanadas, they are frozen. In the way this oven was cooking them, I got yelled at so much for, like, burning the empanadas. But, like, girl, the oven cooked unevenly. I sent them photos of it. Did not care. Did not believe me. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going to continue to burn them. But they were like, we're going to write you up if you keep burning the empanadas. And I'm like, I'm not even burning them. Like, they're a little crispy. I would always cook myself an empanada. So goddamn good. And, girl, the food I would throw, the thing was, I, they wanted me to cook, like, eight empanadas and, like, 20 cookies. And I'd be like, girl, y'all already know this ain't gonna sell. No one comes here for a frozen empanada that's been sitting out all day. Or an egg, an egg sandwich. Because they didn't have the sauce, bro. You needed the sauce for the fucking egg sandwich, and they, like, discontinued it, and they were selling it for, like, $20. Oh, my back is feeling from sunburn. Anyway, and you know how, like, every brand has, like, a weird customer that's, like, obsessed with the brand? Girl, don't even get me started about the customers that were obsessed with this brand. Like, please. I applaud the one man that came in and said that having a coffee farm in Puerto Rico was bad for the economy in Puerto Rico because it was just wasting water and taking water from other people. And yeah, he ate that up. They obviously were just in it for the money, not like the coolness of it being like, we give so many jobs to people in Puerto Rico. Fair wages in Puerto Rico. Like, girl... Y'all just want money. But, anyway. So, go over there and work at the farm, then, bro. Gagged. Yeah. But, anyway. So, I would bake, like... I would bake myself an oatmeal raisin cookie... And a chocolate chip... I would... Make like 5 chocolate chip cookies And then like 5 I make like 10 oatmeal raisin cookies Because the oatmeal raisin cookies were like the size of a quarter And a dollar coin And they were $3.50 girl For a bite of cookie Like that Is absolutely Crazy Clinically insane That was girl you hear all these noises i'd be sleeping like a baby nothing wakes me up like even if my tv fell off the wall i feel like i would not wake up and yeah the fucking coffee shop was so dirty itself anyway because they didn't have like the right ph strips or whatever Oh my god, I forgot about this. This episode's gonna be so goddamn long because there's so much shit to talk about this brand. This company. Um. Yeah. So, I would make, like, the bucket of Sani every morning. And that shit, we didn't... Like, the hot water was so... Like, in the sink, it was hard to get the hot water... So the, like, fucking thing wouldn't break. It wouldn't, like, crush all the way. So I had to would get, get like, the fucking hot water from the f- drip machine or whatever. And they didn't have the pH strip, So, like, apparently it could be too strong. Well, duh, appa- not apparently. It could be too strong and, like, be poisonous and, like, bad for people. Or it could not be strong at all and not kill any germs. There was mold growing everywhere, so that's not my fault. No, yo, because the ice machine had mold in it the entire time. And that was the closing shift's job, was to clean the ice machine. Not mine. Because I had to bring the tables outside. I had to restock everything. Homeboys never did anything at close. Just took the trash out, and that was about it. I would have to bake everything, take the tables out, get the music started, turn all the fucking lights on. In, like, a rush. Because it was either I was going to be right on time, 30 minutes early, or, like, 20 minutes late. And I was always like, I'll be right on time. Or, like, a few minutes late. Rather than 30 minutes early. Like this company does not deserve that. And I had to make the drip. And I would have to measure out. The beans. And grind the beans. And then. It was so fucking stupid. I stopped measuring the beans after like. Two weeks working there. I was like girl. This is too much. Um, I worked by myself. Was another thing. Once. Carlos was my manager and would, like, come in there and, like, sit in the back and, like, do things and be there and, like, talk to me. And then when McKenna became my fucking manager, bitch, this fat ass bitch, this lazy motherfucker, this lazy liberal, this stupid motherfucker. This. I was about to say this fat pussy lipped cunt. I ain't even going to give her that credit because her pussy lips were probably dry and the chapstick, um, would sit her fat ass in the back room and not talk to anyone and just be depressed. And then would come out and talk about how hungover she was and about what man she went to go see. Girl, she was ugly. She had brown teeth, ratted ass hair all the time, ugly clothes. Homegirl dressed like she was a hobo or homeless. And I was like, really? Like, he bought all your drinks? Yes, girl. Like, go for it. She'd be like, what should I? When shit went wrong, she would always offer me food. Like, girl, be fucking for real. She just wanted to order food and go have an excuse for her to be able to go get it so she could get it for me. So not sorry, but... Yeah, fat bitch. Um... Half the time, all she wanted to talk about was food, too. Food or, like, how I wasn't good at my job. Because when Carlos was my manager... Carlos did not gaff. We were supposed to take photos of customers for free marketing. Was their scheme. Like, they wanted me to... Be like, can I take a photo of you holding coffee that I made you? And people were weirded out. There were scandals and reviews written being like, the 787, like, coffee team, like, takes my photo, keeps it, and makes fun of me, and, like, sends it around in other shit. And there was a lot of men that came into my coffee shop. And also, I was just busy with shit. Like, girl, I don't have... When a rush comes in in the morning, I'm not gonna be like, can I take a photo of you holding your coffee? And if it's a man, they'll be like, why? And then I'll have to explain the whole fucking thing. And then it's just weird. And no one ever wanted a photo. So I stopped asking. Because that's gay and weird and queer. Anyway yeah and then don't even get me started about santiago santiago was like the manager of like the east village coffee shops and was fucking so weird he had the ugliest fucking haircut wore the same outfit like every goddamn day um girl i was exhausted I couldn't put up with his weird shit anymore. He was gay. He was openly gay. Or maybe he was not. But I guarantee. No, he was. Because Homeboy harassed me. Literally, like, harassed me. Would come in there to yell at me. And would, like, throw boxes and shit. And. ...would make these inappropriate ass jokes. Because I got my fingernails done. And a homeboy came in the one day... ...to yell at me. And then got behind the counter. And it was so tight back there. Like, he would be like... It was just like a lot. Would stand like right behind me. In like this two by two area. So we were like basically... ...pushed up against each other. And I was making coffee and he's like... ...nice fingernails... And I was like, what? He was like, I like, if I had those nails, I wouldn't be able to do what I would want to do. And I would like, say, oh, like I feel like I'm, I can do things that I want to do with these fingernails. Like I'm honestly used to having them. Like it's fine. I make coffee pretty good. I don't have a problem because that's not what I'm saying. Like things that I would wanna do. And I was like, girl, what? Maybe like, if I can't have fingernails to do the things I'd want to do. And I was like, bitch, the fact that you said that like three times in front of a fucking customer is disgusting. And I was like, girl, go home, leave. And then would be like, did you take pictures of customers today? And I'd be like, I'm still working on it. And would be like, did you get your food handlers thing? And I'd be like, girl, y'all told me I could have get it after a month of working there. Like, yes, my class is scheduled. And you'd be like, okay. Send proof. So you don't fucking like believe me? Okay, whatever. So, yeah. Carlos left because the management went downhill is what he said. Which he ate that up. He said that they were just money hungry and weird. And was so right. Said he wasn't even getting paid enough. McKenna used to do the scheduling. And then didn't do the scheduling. Sorry, I'm drinking water. And then... Yeah. And then... Um, what else? Something smells so good. Me getting underwear to go outside. Yeah, she was just a lazy bitch and wanted less work. So she would just sit back there and count the money and act like she was doing this so fucking much. I feel like sick. Whatever. I have to work today, so floppy on it. This toilet is like clogged too. Oh. I tried to pop that pimple, didn't work. Anyway. So what else was fucking going on at the time? Let me remember. I have it written out in my notes because I was so upset. I was like decently good at my job. Customers liked me. I was funny. I made decent coffee after teaching myself how to make it. Yeah, here's the note. Okay. So, because I went to HR And they didn't do anything about, like, the complaints I was having. They were, like, so I went to HR, and I was, like, explained everything. And HR was, like, I really can't do anything if, like, you don't have, like, a timeline of, like, when this all happened. I'm, like, girl, really? A fucking timeline? So I fucking typed out a whole timeline. Because one morning when I was working there, so they, we were working alone and there's a lot of homeless people in the East Village. I mean, everywhere in New York, but like there's homeless people in the East Village as well. And so I was working alone and there's a panic button. There was a panic button that worked. They said, but it didn't. I wrote, the pictures was the first domino to fall. Then they disrespected me since. Haven't felt comfortable since. McKenna being fake when Santiago leaves. Being like, I don't really care if you work. I don't really care if you take photos. Just, I just don't want you to get fired. Like, it's not that, like, I don't like doing it. And I don't really do it. But, like, you have to do it. Being a fake fucking bitch because she just wanted to be... Like, I don't even fucking know what her game was. She sucked at her job. And then when Santiago came around, she'd be, like, trying to teach me how to make coffee. Would be, like, out helping me in stupid shit. And I'm like, girl, you're so fake. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was also having the worst health problems at the time. My last year has been hell. So... I was taking vitamins because I was having the worst anxiety. And I thought that vitamins could help me. Thanks, Google, for fucking me up. And so I was taking a bunch of vitamins. Moral of the story, I was overdosing on these vitamins, which I explained in an episode. (laughs) And, bro, I my leg was swollen my left leg was like as big as my fucking thigh my ankle this see this give me anxiety (laughs) girl it was so bad it was so bad no yeah i feel sick maybe it's just the heat but it was like, so goddamn big. Oh, the toilet's clogged. Who did this? There's like vomit in the toilet. My my leg was so big and I was having like heart, like, I was literally like, my heart was being like squeezed. Like heart pain. Homegirl did, I texted McKenna and she was like, do you want me to bring you food? And I was like, bitch, no. I wanna go home. I wanna to go to the ER. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. I'm having heartburn and all this. And I feel so lightheaded. And she, or she wasn't answering that morning. No, that was a different morning. But Santiago, I called Santiago and I was like, yo, like I feel sick, like I can't work. Homeboy was like, all right, I'm coming. Took like an hour and 30 minutes to get there. I was sitting down with ice on my foot and my forehead because I was dying. I basically gave myself a heart attack. And he came there and was like, so you're fine. You're just gonna wait until the next person gets there. And I'm like, no, I really don't think I can. He was like, but you're gonna have to because I can't stay here. Continues to stay there for like an hour and then leaves. Like 40 minutes go by And then the next person comes And I'm like bitch Be so fucking for real So then I go on break And I come back And I'm working And I still feel like I'm dying Or maybe it was No it was Carlos that came Cause I went on break And I was googling everything This was the time that Carlos was still working And, but, I don't, he wasn't my manager. So McKenna wasn't coming around because McKenna and Carlos, like, didn't get along. And I was, like, Googling everything, and it was, like, a blood clot in my leg could be forming. And I was, like, "Uh uh-uh, girl. I started having the worst anxiety. I went to the fucking ER. I was, like, Carlos, I can't work. Like, I need to go to the ER. I'm so sorry. And yeah. So I went to the ER, basically I sat at the ER. Home girl did not care, the doctor. She was like, it's just your anxiety. I was like, girl, like, look at my, like, I look at my leg. This shit is crazy. Like, I feel so sick. Like we need to do something. Like I cannot breathe. She was like, no, it's just anxiety. I'm like, do you see my goddamn leg, bitch? didn't ask me anything, just was not trying to help me figure anything out, was just, like, convinced that it was anxiety. That's the problem with nowadays. I feel like it's great that we're talking about mental health, but, like, when I went to the ER, like, bitch, you can't blame everything on anxiety because it fucking wasn't. It was the fucking vitamins that... I mean, my anxiety was making me take the vitamins, but it was the vitamins that was giving me the swelling of the legs and liver toxicity, which was contributing to the heartburn that I was having. And yeah. Cause I was drinking that on top of that with my liver being fucked up already. So almost killed my liver. But anyway. So I failed my food handler's license and I had to retake the classes homeboy would never say excuse me. Homeboy would always poor shame me and be like, why are you eating pizza again? Go get, like, a real lunch. And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. McKenna talking about how she was so hungover all the time. Already talked about that. Yeah. He would, like, train me. Santiago would, like, come in and be like, you're not making coffee good enough. And would, like, put his hands on my hands and, like, steam the milk with me and would be like, now get the oat milk out and stand right behind me. So I would bend over like in the vicinity of his penis. And I'm like, girl, we don't need to do this. Why don't you train your employees right? And then you wouldn't have to do this. Santiago putting his hands on me while latte training around mid-February, 2023. Unfit to work, later going to the ER, not a manage- management covered or helped aid. Thursday, February 16, 2023. McKenna late one of a few times in conversations of being extremely hungover, making jokes about making advances at customers to upsell. Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. Yeah, Homegirl was like, you should just flirt with customers and like upsell and like get their phone number and take photos of them. Girl like please. Um this story. So I was working one morning and I work alone. Now I told you. It was literally just a Wednesday, a Wednesday morning in February, and this man walks in. So there's this woman sitting there who would later become my friend. But she's sitting there, I'm making her coffee. This man comes running into the coffee shop, blood dripping down his face. He has a hole as big as a golf ball in his forehead. Blood is running. It's like an open wound, like man had just smacked his head on the brick wall outside the coffee shop and decided to come inside. Comes in with an envelope, like a big envelope, drops it on the floor, comes up to the counter, starts spitting blood at my face. Ask, demanding, not even asking, being like, give me a free coffee. And I was so scared because I, there's like, there's only one door to get out. I fucking was hitting the panic button, could not move. This man was coming behind the counter. He was bigger than me, it was a fucking man. I was pressing the panic button, nothing was happening. This fucking man. Tried to get behind the fucking counter, was asking for a free coffee. Blood was fucking everywhere. And yeah, decided to eventually leave. I was freaked the fuck out because I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was about to get attacked for refusing to give this man a free coffee. Man picked up his envelope. Customers are still coming in. There's just blood everywhere, like the most disgusting blood. It's like brown blood. I'm trying to clean shit up. I, like, he spit all over the food, like, everything. There was no time to clean anything up. I'm texting my manager. She's not fucking answering. I'm calling her. I'm freaking out. Because I'm like, this man's going to come back. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm calling my other boss. He's not answering. Um, and yeah, I was so scared. Later to find out that day that the panic button does not fucking work. And no one came to help me. McKenna called and said, yeah, I'm so sorry. I just woke up, I'm so hungover. I'm so sorry, what's going on? And I was like, girl, I almost just died. Someone almost attacked me in this fucking coffee shop and you're not around because you're so fucking lazy and unprofessional. She's like, let me bring you some food. And I'm like, I don't fucking want food. I want you to fucking get here and, like, fucking help. So goddamn annoying. Okay. Yeah, so that happened. And then I brought up, like, in the group chat, like, is the panic button working? No one ever responded. No one. They were like, we thought it was working. Why don't you fucking test it? We put you at this coffee shop because you're a man. Yeah. Okay. That's the kind of shit that they said to me. That's so fucking ridiculous. Conversation with McKenna suggesting I should use old pictures in group chat. And she doesn't truly care if I send them, but Santiago does. Was Saturday, February 18th, 2023. Panic button still doesn't work. Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. After getting attacked by the homeless man on February 8th, 2023. It's been a month and they don't fucking care that the panic button doesn't work. I was working next to a knife because I was scared. And they told me that I couldn't. Like it was literally like a little knife. Santiago's comments about my body and I'm eating junk and not spending enough money. Early March, Santiago's inappropriate jokes towards using his fingers for sexual pleasure in front of a customer and being in my personal space, never saying, excuse me, excuse me. Wednesday, March 8th. That was the same day that I asked him about the panic button. Santiago accusing me of lying about my food handlers was on march 11th because i failed the exam and i had to retake it i failed it by one question i was so mad at myself but i was so anxious that morning because they fucking made like they literally just made me so anxious about it santiago coming to do change and not ever using excuse me again and not helping me On March 11th. Him just being around all the time. Like, my coworkers brought this up. They were like, yeah, I never see Santiago. And I was like, well, he's here every fucking day. To harass me and stand in the two-by-two coffee bar with me. And to just do nothing. And move everything around. There's no, like, there was no reason. Um, My concerns for the panic button safety being belittled on March 13th. Because I texted in the group chat and I have screenshots of like the conversations going on. I could probably find them because I sent it all. I sent this whole list of things to HR and screenshots of like text text messages with managers. And HR did nothing. Because they're all friends. Cause they were like, why are you worried about the panic button? And I'm like, girl, cause I got fucking attacked. Pressured into switching ships. Um brought up Santiago incident with Manny, and he didn't suggest anything, not even HR. Only made comments of my outfit, walked blindly into an opening. walked blindly into an opening with my knowledge of not where nothing was so the day i didn't have my food handlers and they gag of it all was that the people that worked in the kitchen like making like the egg sandwiches none of them have their food handlers no one had their food handlers it just mattered when the health department came around because the reason why i was pressured to switch shifts Was because if a manager was there I wouldn't need my food handlers Like she was supposed to fucking be there But they downsized And made one manager For like three stores And then had a fucking General manager For like eight stores So stupid So they made me work At a different location That had already gotten Like investigated by the department of health so I go there they didn't tell me where anything was they didn't tell me any of the lock combinations they didn't send me reference photos of how to set things up nothing I didn't know where the fucking coffee was it was ridiculous yeah so I brought up the Santiago thing with Manny and he just said like oh and like walked away And then they changed my... So they made me work there. And then they made me fucking work... Like, I didn't even look at the schedule. They just changed it. And I was working, like, an extra hour. So I'm there working. And I have shit to do after work. And I just expected that it was my normal shift. So I didn't get a break that day. And then they were like, no, you have to stay, like, later. And I was like, no. Who? I never agreed to... Extending my hours. The night before. They asked they texted me at like seven o'clock the night before and said, So you're gonna work here tomorrow? And I said, Um I don't really feel comfortable with that. And they were like, Well, the Department of Health is coming this week, so you have to. Mimi Girl, Mimi would always be like, Slay, you look so good today. You're eating, slaying. And I'd be like, girl, great. That was on Monday, March 13th. Like, have a real fucking conversation with me. Like, girl, the fact that they're trying to grow a business and then they talk to their employees like this, they're not even like, how are you? They're just like, slay, slay. We should take a picture of your outfit, slay. And Carlos being, like, we used to have someone that dressed so much like you. And bringing up, like, just, like, the whole thing is just uncomfortable, bro. Like, I don't understand why I'm supposed to, like, all of a sudden, like, announce myself in every work situation I'm ever fucking in. Like I don't want to talk about my journey and all that To people that I just fucking met Like it's a work environment I go there to work You don't need to know my whole story Yeah So then I never really got breaks either And I always So I fucking like wrote it into The work schedule thing Being like, I didn't get a break this day, I didn't get a break this day, I didn't get a break this way, no management was there, person came in late, never got a break. They deleted all the comments I left. And yeah. And then they gave me an... They just switched my shift again, they didn't even ask me. On Tuesday, March 14th, 2023... But I did meet Mona Janelle Parrish Mona from Pretty Little Liars Working at that coffee shop Cause I was just not gonna The day that they told me I was gonna work later I literally left and I never came back I was like no Never said anything I was like y'all suck Um Yeah And then I went to HR with all this, blah, blah, blah. They stopped scheduling me. And then they, I like worked my, I called out on like the last two days that I was on the schedule for, just being like, I'll wait for my new schedule. Never came out. Then they called me like two weeks after and they were like, yeah, so we have to let you go. And I was like, okay. Thank you. HR never followed up with me. Was like, maybe you're just thinking too much into this. And I was like, thinking too much into this girl. I forgot what the stupid fag ass HR's name was. He was so weird. And the girl like be fucking for real. But, I mean, would I change my experience? Yes. I wish I never had worked there. Um, and the thing was, everyone else that I worked with sucked. I was taking most of the, like, they were shitting on me the whole time. But, like, girl, whatever. I was taking the heat for everything. And what else do I want to talk about this this company? They wanted me to work on my latte art. They were going to give you, like, a 10 cents raise if you had good latte art. Fucking soap. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, 10 cents raise. Like, I... They gagged. They gagged me. (laughs) So goddamn funny. It's so goddamn funny. My latte art... They wanted photos of my latte art too. And I was like, please... It's... Girl... I mean, I had, like, decent latte art. I could probably whip something up right now. Oh. The espresso machine was fucked up all the time. Shit was not right. The espresso was coming out burnt. Not dialed in correctly. Wild. 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 Um, what else? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I would just bring up like my anxiety and homegirl just did not care. Um. Yeah Like the amount of excuses I made not to take photos Because I was so uncomfortable I also had like work crushes Like there was this man that would come in all the time And order a 16 ounce of drip black And he would want two cups because the coffee was always hot. So I would literally see him come in, type it in, and have it ready. He was so cute. His name was Martin. Um, Then there was this other man. I got his Instagram because we were supposed to hang out, but then we never hung out. But he would come in and be like, can I get two empanadas? And I'd be like, girl, I don't think you want the empanadas, but sure. And I would give him the empanadas. And I was like an honest barista, bro. They had this. What is the mixture called? Oh, no. Bro, what is the mixture called? It's like the coconut milk. Um, fucking A. What is it called? I don't fucking remember. Whatever. Oh, no, I'm going to search it. Oh, my God. Coquito. We had a Coquito latte that was extremely thick and extremely sweet. Also, as they were expanding, the fucking quality of things went so downhill. They stopped sending us, like, the good teas. We got chai syrup. That had no chai in it. Instead of like the extract. The chai. Not the extract. The chai. Whatever the fuck. Liquid. Please, me saying extract. Extract. Gagged. The coquito became a syrup too. Um but I didn't know, so at the time. That was another thing, they sucked at communication. When that shit would come in, girl, I had no idea. So I was using, you were supposed to use like a tablespoon of it instead of like half milk, half that, which was the regular coquito recipe. So I was using so much of it and we would run out of it. And she'd be like, why are we running out of it so fast? And I'd be like, girl, cause it's in a small ass thing. She'd be like, no, because you're not supposed to use that much. And I'd be like, why didn't you fucking tell me you stupid cunt? Um, yeah, we also had, um, oh, fuck, what are those breakfast, a fucking, like, croissant, but it had, it was Puerto Rican croissant, I fucking forgot, but that shit would get so gross, that would sit out for days, and they would yell at me for food sales, and I'd be like, nobody wants your shitty food, so I would throw it all away, and she'd be like, why are we wasting so much? And be like, because no one wants it. No one fucking wants it, girl. Our printer never fucking worked. I asked for paper all the time. Never wanted to help me out. Um, a hot chocolate was okay. I would drink hot chocolate. I would write, sit there, drink hot chocolate. I I got so bored to the point that I would... I wish I was reading at the time. I was trying to, but I didn't. Um, That I would sit in the back and literally just do nothing. Uh, Yeah. I, yeah, I guess that's, I have this big lump on my ear that fucking hurts so bad. don't know what she is. But no, I've been debating if I should go back there and, like, cuss this fat cunt out. Because she was so horrible to me. They would, like, sit me down and they'd be like, we're writing you up. And I'd be like, okay, where do I sign? And the gag was, when I tried to get unemployment, it was Buffalo Exchange that stopped me. Not, I don't think they got as far enough to 787, but they would have been, like, No, because 787 couldn't do anything because they did fire me. Or they could have been like, he didn't show up for his shifts. That's why we fired him. Because they're so goddamn sneaky. My paychecks were like not worth it at 787 either. There was a tip poll. I got to take the cash, but it was a tip poll. No one ever tips barista. Yeah. But I did start drinking coffee again because of that job. I don't really know. I'm not really that into espresso, so I really can't compare it. But they had, like, flavors there. They had whiskey-infused coffee. Non-alcoholic, of course. It just had cinnamony flavors. The taste palettes were different. And they tried. They had this expert come in that was such a fucking weirdo that would be like let me show you how to make this is how your drip should taste and this is how your espresso should taste and do you see the do you taste the girl like shut the fuck up no one gaffs and people would come in and be like can I get a pour over and I'd be like no I don't know how to do that. They didn't train me. I would just be honest. People would be like, can I get that? And I'd be like, I mean, it's not really good. I wouldn't. They'd be like, what do you mean? They'd be like, they'd come in and be like, can I get a chai? And I'd be like, girl, it's a syrup. Are you sure you still want it? They'd be like, oh, never mind. And I'd be like, period. Like, and you shouldn't consume that either. That's disgusting. It was literally two pumps of chai and milk. Like, that was not real chai. Come on. Um. Yeah. My location was also in the middle of Lower East Side. So, like, bitch, I would have to walk my ass. I guess they just didn't like that I was an honest customer. An honest salesperson. The beans were also, like... So expensive, bro. Uh Uh-uh. But yeah, that was my time at 787. Um, I hope you're as frustrated as I am. I've definitely moved on to better things now. But after that, I just was depressed. Like, my roommate, Angie, had to help me contribute to rent I did pay her back but I was so down bad after this job they made me so depressed I didn't know what I wanted to do I just didn't want to be a barista again I just felt so lost at the time but now I'm fine now I'm great now I'm living in a bigger room I make a lot of money and yeah Do you like this top? That's so gay. Do you realize what you say when... Don't say that. What the fuck does she even say? I don't even know. I don't remember it. Anyway, I have to get ready for my job today, so... Gonna go buy a blunt and... Yeah. Yeah. Reminisce. Love you, girly. Bye.